Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Swift Startup Podcast. Today's topic, we are going to look at the difference between first party and third party, aka Vendor Central versus Seller Central, the pros and cons of each platform and which one would best suit your needs. Welcome to the show and let's get started. Welcome to the Swift Startup Podcast. All right, welcome guys to another exciting version of the Swift Startup Podcast. Like the intro said, we're going to talk a little bit about Vendor Central versus Seller Central. But before we get into that, how are things up in your neck of the woods? Cold, Jeff. To be I should honest. say, I should say that's <laughs> Jeff. I'm Marty. It's cold up there. It's cold. I do not want to be here at all right now. You know, it's like February, and you're like, I want. I'm. I have this crazy thought in my head all the time of February is supposed to be this balmy, like 15 degrees Celsius here in, in, in Alberta, Canada. And, you know, it was, I think it was minus 20 today. It was freezing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so not great. <laughs> we had a Chinook roll in here. So uh, it has been cold the last couple of days. For those who don't know, uh, Calgary, where I live, is about an hour from the Rocky Mountains, and we get this nice warm breeze that comes over the Rocky Mountains. So um, we warmed up significantly to minus 8 degrees Celsius for our friends in the U.S. That's about 14 degrees Fahrenheit, so still pretty cold, but better. Yeah, it's still, I mean, it definitely uh, it's not quite Florida. Uh, don't get us wrong, but uh, those Chinook winds are nice. I will say that I am very jealous that you get those, and and hopefully you know uh, we'll be able to take uh, take use of those winds, and hopefully the 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 conditions on the road when we drive through there here over the weekend. But um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> cool. Well, let's get into it. We'll, we'll go through a little bit of a checklist between Vendor Central and Seller Central and kind of do some compare and contrast on it. Um, and and I think uh, right off the top, we should just... I, I The biggest difference between Vendor Central and Seller Central is just the way you sell. Yeah, you can have said better, really. It's, it, it's, it's basically choosing how you want to represent your brand on Amazon, in essence. Do you want to control it or do you want Amazon to control it? Yeah. And it's so with Vendor Central, also known as first party, uh, there's a, a large number of brands who use this style of, of sales on Amazon. It means basically you sign a PO with Amazon. They purchase uh, a large quantity of units from you at a wholesale price, and then they take it and they sell it and they have control over it. Whereas Seller Central you are in control of all of your inventory and you don't get paid for it until you actually sell that product through the marketplace. Exactly. So it's really a bet on, on yourself and your ability to, to grow your brand and your audience for yourself and really control that strategy. Um, which I know a lot of brands out here are a huge fan of doing. You really want to control how your message and how your voice is heard from your customers um, where a vendor central, you know, that might be more ideal for those, for some large corporations, corporations that are almost more commodity types of products. And we're talking maybe tapes or flashlights um, or even measuring tapes, for example, um, things that maybe you just want to get out and they're cheap prices and you want to really own that market share. So 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I, that's a little bit of a difference between the two. And it's it it's nice just to sell your, I don't know, thousand units and within another, you know, four, six, eight weeks, just get a check for those thousand units and, oh, and heck yes. not not have to worry <laughs> about it all. Whereas uh that that's the vendor central model. The seller central model, you have to build your listings, you have to optimize your listings. You have to market your listings. You have to send those items into Amazon, but technically you still own them. And, uh, or you could fulfill them yourself. So there's much, much more work that goes into uh, having your Seller Central uh, account and, and selling through that mode. But it can be a lot more profitable for you. Oh, certainly. I mean, with Seller Central, you're, the, the difference here is you're selling all your items at your, your map price. Your retail price, you're you're selling that, and you're paying a, a few percentage points for referral fees on Amazon. Which, for those of you who don't know, referral fees are essentially the fees that Amazon charges you to sell on their platform um, for giving you the traffic and giving your brand the platform to have a voice. Um, where in Vendor Central, uh, you're selling it to to Amazon at at minimum of fifty percent off. Uh, wholesale and and they're gonna they're gonna negotiate you down even further than that unless you're uh <laughs> unless you're like marty here and you're actually a very good negotiator where me they'd probably take me for 80 percent off because i would probably just say sure <laughs> so well and 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 so i like I, one of the things that i really prefer about central seller central uh over vendor central is that you know, besides the brand control and the listing control, it's pricing control too. You control the price of what you want your listings to sell. You oh, you yes. you get to control the promotions and and raising prices and lower prices. Whereas once you sign that PO over to Amazon, they can drop it below any map pricing. You they, you can't set any MSRP or map pricing with them. Um, I've had clients with that are on Vendor Central where they go and look at their items and their items are being sold for ten or fifteen percent less than what any of their wholesalers or retailers are selling it for. It's 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 Amazon's ball game. That's it's their insanity. inventory. No, it's yeah. it, well the thing is as a retailer you can't actually so so Amazon almost gives you a bit of false hope with Vendor Central is you know, they they'll ask you, they'll say, Okay, what is your map price? And they they'll they, they'll adhere to that, but on the back end ultimately Amazon the lowest price wins that is the that that is the one truth in all of Amazon is the lowest price wins and so the minute that a competitor who is selling your product drops that price a little bit all pretty much all bets are off with Amazon and they will drop that price continually to win the buy box to sell through that quantity uh so routinely we see this we we see we see you know clients products and you know they come to us because Amazon selling their items at, you know, almost, almost, almost wholesale prices. And like, no one can compete with that. It's killing their brand image when, uh, you know, all the other mom and pop stores are selling to are selling their items at a hundred bucks and Amazon selling it at 50. Yeah. Um, so it makes it really, really hard to control. And once you're into like the grips of vendor central, it can be really hard to actually get back out, um, of what they yeah. actually are offering you. So, yeah. Uh, and and so beside the control besides the control of the price the other thing that you really have a strong control of on seller central compared to vendor central is the advertising you can set up your own advertising campaigns on vendor central but if you don't own the product and you're not worried about the profit margin then you don't really have much in terms of care 
uh, when it goes into the advertising campaigns. Whereas on Seller Central, you can set up the campaigns however you want. There's hundreds of automation tools out there to to really make sure that you're getting the best ACoS and ROAS with your ad ad campaigns. Uh, and you can build that however you want. And and that's one thing that we really have worked hard on at Swift Start is making sure that our ad campaigns are f- finely tuned and we have the lowest ACoS available. So, you know, being able to get in there and have uh, a strong control over your ad campaigns, uh, which really affects your margin, your profitability. That's it's it's the, the kingmaker on Seller Central compared to Vendor Central. And you're going to learn a lot about your brand going in there, tweaking it for uh, the for different keywords and for different audiences, you're going to be able to use that data and you're going to be able to take it off Amazon and you're going to be able to create similar audiences and target similar keywords off Amazon and really start segmenting your customer group. And so having that data though, can be a bit of a pain in the butt to actually go in and really optimize. And if you're certainly probably going to lose money at some point, a little bit trying to optimize uh, for your advertising campaign, obviously, you know, that is where we come in at Swift start. Um, it gives you a lot of uh, a lot of growth and a lot of insight down the road. However, I would say for Vendor Central, I think Amazon has some kind of artificial boost that they give their brands on Vendor mm-hmm. Central because I will say I've seen some of the worst listings I've ever seen get sales through the roof that I just I can't understand how they're getting that until I find out they're on Vendor Central. It's um, yeah, so it's totally though true. you're not controlling your ads on Vendor Central, you're more or less receiving the boost of being an Amazon partner in essence. So uh, you, that's really where your advantage is coming from, and and uh, your your visibility is coming from. It's it's one hundred percent true. You're you're totally right with that. Um, have you in your experiences have you ever gone on to Vendor Central and really dug into, um analytics and reporting i think it's pretty vague um it's pretty vague (laughs) yeah it's pretty it's pretty much give us give us a po we'll sell your items vendor central is like okay i want to as an analogy you know vendor central is like someone who wants to show up and just kind of sit on the sideline but they want to be part of the the match that's going on uh you know where seller central i like to think of it as do you actually want to be in the game you know, you actually yep. want to be doing the nitty gritty in the trenches, you know, actually making the plays and, and, and scoring the goals where where Vendor Central is kind of the guy on the sideline where it's like, you know, it may not be my main strategy here uh, for the brands out there that are maybe crushing it on Facebook. They're crushing it on direct to consumer. Um, you might want to, you know, we encourage multi-platform with whatever brand that you have and being as many platforms as you can. And especially now in 2022. Um, and for those brands that just want to be on Amazon, but they don't really understand it, um, I can see how Vendor Central could be a, a strategy for them because they don't know where to start. Obviously, that's where we like to come in as, as uh, you know, your, your Amazon partner and show you, give you all the advantages of Seller Central, but give you the hands off of Vendor Central. Um, mm-hmm. But that, in terms of reporting, yeah, they're, they're, there's, not, there's not much on there. It's really just a hands off give everything to Amazon and, you know, wait for your check to kind of come in. Yeah. Kind of strategy. Yeah. 
And and Seller Central's the exact opposite. You can, I mean, it's still not a perfect system, and they're still missing some data points and pivot points. But you can go on and and uh, take a look at every uh, data point in, in terms of payments or sessions or conversion rate. Or um, you you might have to dig down a few layers, but the reporting system is pretty robust on the Seller Central side. So. Um, you know, it's one thing that uh, I really like with working with our clients is being able to provide them with insight on how well their listings are performing. Um, and not only that, being able to go on to it, uh, go on to a, a well-performing listings and, and tinker with the title or the bullet points or the images and see the change in conversion rate. Um, yeah. You don't have that that quite robust ability on, on, on Vendor Central as you do on Seller Central. Then, you know, we, we I love to get to the conversation of what we call third party data and first party data. You know, obviously, first party data is you're collecting that data for yourself and third party data, you're getting it through another platform who's collecting on your behalf with Amazon and really with almost any major platform now, whether it be Facebook or TikTok, that's all third party data, you know, it's going through one tool first and they're, you know, presenting you with the data and hopefully it's actually legitimate data. Um, but you, you're known ever, you never, we never get to see that raw data. Um, it's always still better to even have that third party data if you can, um, because you never know how the market's going to change, how new consumers are going to take your product. Um, a new competitor is going to enter the market and you're not really sure what they're doing or how they're winning. Um, having access to the data and may be able to make decisions for yourself is one of the most important things you can do for your brand. And that's why I think Seller Central and giving you access to that third party data, you know, obviously first party data would be even better. Um, but I think we're starting to live in a world where first party data is not really uh, outside of maybe email marketing is not really much of a thing anymore. Yeah. Or if you own like a print business, that's just your local mom and pop print business. <laughs> There's some first party data you can get and you can write down on a pen and paper. Um so, um, <laughs> how about staying in stock here, though, between Vendor Central and Seller Central? You know, um, is it is that something that you experience as an issue with Seller Central? Like, who has the advantage on the end? Um, do you have greater control at Center Seller Central, or is it with Vendor Central? I would say you you have greater control with Seller Central as a uh, vendor central. You just have to send them, you know, large quantity POs in. So your hands off with it. The problem has been since the start of the pandemic, Amazon has really kind of tightened up on their, on their inventory limits for, for Seller Central sellers. Um, those have loosened up over the lot since Christmas this year. So it's nice to see that being less of an issue now, but, uh, you know, it, as a Seller Central seller, you have to manage your inventory on your own. You have to make sure that you're um, on top of it and you're sending in uh, the proper quantities to Amazon fulfillment centers. And with Seller Central or with Vendor Central, you just send a large order in and they manage it. And when they want more, they request a new PO. Um, it can be a little cumbersome to manage inventory on Seller Central, but if you're on top of it or you have a good partner that helps you manage it, it can be very streamlined as well. Yeah, and you know, honestly, Amazon's notorious for, especially through Vendor Central, is just not actually giving you the low inventory notice and your your items running low or out of stock completely. Um, we've seen it happen time and time and again. Um, you know, Amazon's either really, really good or they're really, really bad. 
Mm. Um, and it really depends on how valuable you are to them as a brand. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna bring you in on Vendor Central uh, on a red carpet, and then they're gonna find out really quickly on how good your brand actually is. And depending on how much you're bringing in for them, is how you're gonna get your next service level. We always find so. If you're the if you're the Nikes of the world, then you're probably going to be getting amazing service. And if you're if you're trying to become the next Nike of the world, um, expect to uh, be having to stay on some long phone calls with their support uh, to try to figure out what's going on. Uh. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, that's a real big positive about Vendor Central when you're starting is that you do get a rep, you do have hands-on uh, association with somebody at Amazon that helps you with it. But like you said. There's more and more, especially uh, as we, you know, the last two years and everything has grown with Amazon, um, those vendor central reps have a tendency just to basically drop their service for uh, lower performing brands. So you kind of go from being on the top of the world, having somebody help you out, ha- holding your hand, getting things set up, and then all of a sudden it's, you know, radio silence and you're now, uh, not only are you on vendor central and, and just signing POs with them, but you no longer have anybody holding your hand and helping you with it. You're at, in essence, managing it yourself at that point. Might as well be running on seller central at that point. Oh yes. The, the cases, the cases pile up for sure where we've had clients, Hey Marty, who come to us and say that, you know, Amazon treat them amazing for the first six months. And after that, it's been nothing but headaches. It's, it's yep. claims of them not, you know, not getting the right inventory in on shipments, fights on how much they're getting paid from Amazon, um, breaking map policies from, you know, Amazon's breaking their map. Uh, you know, the list really goes on and on. The inability to even get a hold of someone on Amazon once you're yep. past that few month mark, it, you know, it, it, it can it can come and hit you really hard as a brand and you know, a, a company that you felt like you were was really going to help you grow that strategy. Um, and then they kind of leave you high and dry. So uh, we definitely recommend the agency route for sure. You know, we always, our customer service here at Swiftstar is like one of the top things we pride ourselves on. So it's, um, we're always going to have someone you can speak with no matter how, how your brand is performing. Yeah. And that's one thing I was going to say is that their seller support is no angel using seller central either it's uh like you said i i didn't know if you were describing vendor central or seller central to be quite honest jeff because um getting support help on either side is garbage uh, yeah it's pulling (laughs) teeth man it's it's like trying to herd cats or whatever metaphor you want to use for just horrible service it's the worst so um having a a team behind you that knows how to use the system properly it can be uh paramount to your success have you um have you ever taken a gander inside AWS before, actually? No, you know what? AWS is definitely a blind spot for me, but uh, have, you AWS obviously have. AWS is, it's, uh, you, would, you, would, you, would be, you, you wouldn't even think it would be Amazon based on the support level you get. It's amazing, the support level and the resources they put into support at AWS. Like the base level will give you phone support and countless help articles that are actually helpful, actually, and not... Um, just very uh, blunt, um, you know. Even even today, uh, we got a uh, we got a notification, so we're looking at Amazon lending, and I had asked, you know, where's our Amazon lending widget to apply for Amazon lending on one of our accounts, and I get after three emails, I finally get a response back from Amazon saying, "Hey, the widget's on your right side of your home page," and I go to the home page, it's nowhere to be found. 
Yeah. And that's basically all the help I get. You know, with AWS, they'd have someone log into your account and figure it out for you instantly. So it's it's funny to see the polarizing differences between AWS and seller support. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, and like I said, with seller support, um, if you know your way around it, you know... You know how to get past case logs. You know how to get past the gatekeeper on phone calls. Um, and that's that's what we're really good at. We're really good at making sure that we get answers the first time with seller support. So um, I'm happy. That's also, uh, as you know, Jeff, through years and years and years and years and years of experience with it. <laughs> Had to add on that one extra year there, for sure. <laughs> it's too, ma- too many. Well, I, it's probably less years than I bring it on. It just feels like more years. <laughs> um, I swear sometimes I feel like I'm aging multiple years when I'm dealing with their support, though. Uh, <laughs> yes. Because you're just, like, banging your head against the wall, and you're like, I don't understand. Um, yeah. But ultimately, guys, yeah, customer service with Amazon, you never know what you're going to get. It's a it's a, it's a complete shuffle. Uh, and, uh, and we would say still don't leave it up to Vendor Central for customer service. Yeah. Bring it to us. We know around, uh, you know how to get around those barriers, and heck, it's a lot easier to deal deal with someone who understands your problems and and you can actually speak with instead of someone who uh, gives you a, a, a copy paste response all the time. So uh, that's yeah. another advantage, or at least another comparison between Seller Central and Vendor Central. It's kind of the slightly better of a common evil. Uh. <laughs> yeah. and, and I mean, going through all this. I- I personally really, really, uh, I won't say I love Seller Central because that would be a total lie because Seller Central is a bane of my existence, but I much, much, much prefer running with Seller Central than Vendor Central. Uh, And I I think it's kind of catching on. Amazon's really put more resources into building out Seller Central compared to Vendor Central, especially in the last uh, three or four years. So much so that about 20% of large brands have left Vendor Central since the start of the pandemic, which I think is huge. People are catching on that they can make more money doing it uh, with through the third-party system. So more yeah. people are doing it, and it's it's way more robust and way easier to do these days if you, if you know what you're doing. Exactly. And, uh, you know, we're not going to sit here and say Seller Central is easy. It's not. Uh, you know, that's why we exist, because we know what we're doing, and we can optimize it for you. And uh, like we said, we can run a seller central uh, platform uh, and give you the involvement level of a vendor central. Um, but it's still a much more advantage way to go uh, than vendor central right now. I think honestly, the reason why Amazon's taking a lot of its resources out of vendor central and really trying to recognize seller central now is they're really trying to want these big brands to come on to these uh, to to their platform at this point, and they're and they've realized that. There's only a finite amount of data points that you can actually tweak and change on Amazon. And now you can spend years and years optimizing for those and really understanding them. You know, these large, large companies, you know, they, they realize, hey, we actually we can probably do this or we can hire an agency like us and we can do this. Um, it's not a super foreign thing to do anymore. Um, so they do want to be in charge of their voice. They do want to be in charge of their messages that they're giving their brands because there's a lot of people on Amazon now. There's millions and millions of people, and uh, allowing your brand strategy to be on autopilot on one of the the, the largest marketplace in the world is not a good idea. Um, mm-hmm. It might be good you know, temporarily if you didn't have the resources, um, but for a long term strategy, it's really really not. Um, so, 
I also think Amazon's finding what they can probably do now is push up Seller Central and then they're probably finding they're making a lot more more money by launching their own brands by copying Seller Central brands. Um, and they're distancing themselves probably to some degree from a little bit of legal obligation of saying you copied one of our Venture Central brands that you had all the information for in the world. Um, I think it's been known that I've been told that uh, Vendor Central partners have had to submit multiple invoices sometimes just to prove that their own product was authentic and legitimate to Amazon. Mm. And then Amazon will launch a product that's very similar and they'll leverage those invoices submitted by that brand to find out who the manufacturer was and how they can make the product better. So there's a lot of... I don't want to make that a claim out there, but there's a lot of possible like, leakage points, <laughs> you could say. So, Yeah, no doubt. Cool. Well, I think that's a good summary. I, the one thing I would say, uh, just to kind of close on this, is I started off by saying that uh, it's way more... Uh, financially feasible to run on Seller Central. I do have case studies. Um, reach out to me if you're interested in it, marty at swiftstart.com. Um, we have two case studies that I've done, one where we showed a 35% uh, increase in revenue um, through Seller Central, and another one where we showed 63% increase on Seller Central compared to Vendor Central. Um, again, Marty at SwissStart.com, reach out to me and I'll, I'll get those case lo- case studies over to you and you can see for yourself exactly the price breakdown on those. So um, yeah, it's uh, I'm a Seller Central fan. If you're on Vendor Central, then uh, cool, easy, to, easy breezy to do, but uh, um, come over to the dark side and really know your brand and, and run your brand. Yeah, couldn't have said any better, actually. I Also, cool. I wouldn't say that we're the dark side. I'd say we're the light side, though. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come, come back from the dark side. Yeah, we have yeah. cookies. It's <laughs> <is> the same. <laughs> awesome. awesome, guys. We'll, we'll catch you on the next episode, and uh, have a great day. Mm-hmm.